Armando. Yes. Knock knock. Who's there? You. Me. Me who? You uh, who? It's supposed to be you who. You who? You who? It's the start of the Benny Jam. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. I'm your co-host, Cameron Najam, and with me as always. Uh, doesn't get the joke, Benavidez. Oh, that was a reference to, uh, geez, what is that movie? Frozen? Frozen. Frozen. Yoo-hoo, summer sale. <laughs> I was thinking more like of the, isn't it like a milk chocolate, the Yoo-hoo's? Yahoo? Yahoo? It's, no, Yahoo's, Yahoo's, Yahoo's mil- yeah. is chocolate milk. You? I thought it was Yoo-hoo. No, it's ya- Yahoo? I'm pretty sure it's Yahoo. Hey, if you're no more than us, please let us know in you, the comments. You- you who? Oh Yoho. shoot! You are right. It, it is, is you, dude. Oh I'm on Google! My, I'm on my point game today. Hey, if you're listening to us, comment about how dumb we are. Yeah, you know what? But thankfully, this isn't our sponsor. We are not sponsored by you who. We are not. Who are we sponsored by this week? Emma? Today, this week, we are sponsored by Cuts of Tarkir. Oh. Fantastic barbershop mm-hmm. in, a, in a very nice location. Yeah, good neighborhood. Um, you know, they got some really awesome clientele. I heard Sarkon mm-hmm. uh, goes there to get his haircut. Narsa yeah. gets her haircut They leave five-star reviews on Yelp. Yeah. Um, get your due done at <laughs> Kutzatar You know, they, they do, like, when, if you if you like that windswept look, mm-hmm. you know, they can just, like, blow your hair. Like, they'll, they'll snip your hair at the yeah. ends and then, and then use a blow dryer. And Dang, dude. beautiful. That's pretty sweet. Yeah. You won't, Great be, place. you won't be salty <laughs> oh when the salty cut your hair. <laughs> Cuts the here. Come check them out. Yeah. Uh, hey, everybody. This is number 13. We we have <sighs> transcended... Uh, Dude, it's 13 on M- a Friday. It's M13? Oh, M13. Th- is that where we are? Wait, in 2013, it yes. was M13, right? Or was it M14? No, it was then. M13. Right? Was it? It's a summer of, so it's M13. Because oh. that's when I started playing Magic. Well, when I got serious about Magic, I started playing M13. Oh, all right. Uh, we did nothing but drafts. Okay. Drafts. So we're M13 right now. Yeah. That's pretty sweet. Dude, Here. A Johnny, uh, Jace, Lily, Lily of the Dark Realms. Who else? Yeah. Luke. Oh, dude, was that Caller of the Hunt? Uh, M12? That was no. M twelve. Oh, the Caller of the Hunts M twelve. Yeah, I think that was M twelve. What's M thirteen? Garuk Caller of the Beasts. Uh, Caller of the Beasts was M fourteen. Oh, what is Garuk M thirteen? Uh, I'm pretty sure. I don't know. Garrick. But Garrick. You know who's? Garuk? You know who was in that M thirteen? Oh, Primal Hunter. Yeah. Dang. Dude. Uh, you know who was in M thirteen? Who? That's gonna be in Kaladesh. Chandra. Yes, yes. I, that is a correct answer. That wasn't <laughs> who I was going for. I forgot Chandra was in it. A Johnny? Yes. 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 A Johnny. My homeboy. He has one card in Kaladesh. Yeah. Oh, well, he's man. A, he's, on, he's on another card as well. Oh, he's on two cards? Oh, okay, okay, okay. I, I the, They released the full he's spoiler on three today. Cards, I think. Okay. Yes. Yeah, so um, full spoilers were released this morning. Yeah. It is uh the so September the 16th. Yeah. So. Dude, did you know it's so, 91616 today? 960, I actually was thinking about that when I was writing yeah. it down. Um, so yeah, the full spoiler just came up today. Uh, I yes. haven't had, I mean, I've just been looking at the cards. I haven't actually had a chance to look at the art of the cards, but uh, I think it's cool. The you heart know. of the cards? The heart of, yeah. The art uh, of the cards? Yeah. Oh. We have uh, a Johnny, yes. Keseret, Chandra, and... As characters, mm-hmm. not as cards mm-hmm. yet. Well, yeah, yeah. they're, they're re- reintroducing these characters, yes. so it's weird. I don't know. It's interesting to see a Johnny... I don't think any of us saw that was, it coming. That was cool, dude. I yeah. like that. Uh, I really like how they've been slowly spoiling this set. Yeah. Um, and there haven't been very many leaks. You mm-hmm, know, they kept mm-hmm. it very tight. Mm-hmm. Like, we didn't even know that, like, Tezzeret was going to be in the yeah. block until, yeah. like... We saw the flavor was, text of... Uh, the uh, that, that's instant. Become tum- immense. Yeah. Um, not become immense. Sorry. Titanic growth. Yeah. I, it, I just really it's like how they've better. just been, like sprinkling little tidbits of what the story is going to be yeah, like in all of the yeah. cards um especially it's called the card was called the card was called larger than life there you that, go. that was the one that first well the tesseret was going to be and tesseret has his own card it's uh tesseret's ambition tesseret's ambition yeah so it should be interesting to see what happens next in kaladesh yeah um yeah so we've got a very uh 
Ooh, it's going to be jam-packed with spoilers. Yeah. This is pretty much a spoiler special episode. Yeah, spoiler hype. Um, yeah, we're going to... we Armando and I have chosen ten cards mm -hmm. to talk about in no particular order. Yeah, it was... Um, what, each of us has ten cards. Yeah, we have each chosen, selected ten cards that mm -hmm. we think are fantastic. Um, we both have an honorable mention, so I guess technically eleven will yeah over them very yeah. quickly. But uh, that's what we what that's what you have to look forward to this episode. Um, we've got our ten picks, and then we might dive a little bit into uh, um, the expeditions of this. Okay. Set. Yeah, 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 yeah. The so masterpieces. We're we're definitely gonna talk about the masterpieces yeah. more next episode. Yes, that um, is true. But we're gonna talk about about the, these spoilers that have just. And been, just a little um, foreshadowing, we have a very special next episode. Ah, uh, yeah. Next episode is gonna be sweet. Yep. So tune into that. That is our guest episode of the month. Yeah. So great. Let's just hop into it. Okay. Armando, Hit me with your honorable mention. Okay, my honorable mention is Blooming Defense. It's an okay. instant card, costs a single green. It's a target creature you control. Gets plus two, plus two, and gains hexproof until end of turn. I think this card is going to be pretty good in, in effect. I think oh, you can... Okay. Um, Modern playable. Yeah. Sometimes you might want to cut an Apostle's Blessing or something. Mm -hmm. I mean, this is just... The, the the appeal behind Apostle's Blessing is that it's colorless, right. um, but this gives you a plus two plus two and gains hexproof. Um, it's spell skite proof. I think is the most important thing about this. Oh, because it's like a creature you mm -hmm, control. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, I don't. I'm not sure how much see it's going to play, but it, yeah. it's it's exciting to see. So cool. All right, hit me with your honorable mention. Uh, my honorable mention is Servo Exhibition. Mm -hmm. um, it is uh, white one create two one one colorless Servo artifact creature tokens. Oh yeah. Um, at sorcery speed. So it's not as good as uh, Raise the Alarm, um, which we saw in Corsets, and uh, created, you know, 1-1 one, one White Soldiers. Um, but this is more close. It's kind of like a better Master's Call. Yeah. Um, which was three mana, create two artifacts at instant speed. But I think the one less mana cost is probably better. And also it just creates, like, artifact uh, synergies, mm -hmm. you know. Mm -hmm. If you're playing a token deck, um, Fabricate, blah, blah, blah. Just a cool card I wanted to mention. Okay. Yeah. All right. Who wants to go for... How do you want to do this? Do you want to go just alternate or like two, 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 two? Let's go two, two. That's okay. a good idea. Okay. Who, right. You want to go first? Sure. So, uh, again, no particular order. Mm -hmm. um, the first card that I'm going to talk about is Confiscation Coup. Okay. Um, it is a sorcery speed. It is blue, blue, and three generic mana. Um, sorcery speed, choose target artifact or creature. Uh, you get four energy counters. Then you pay. You may pay any um, n amount of energy equal to that permanent's converted mana cost. If you do, gain control of it. So it's five mana. Take your Emrakul. Take your Wormcoil Engine in Modern. Take, I don't know, anything that you want. That's a creature or an artifact. Mm -hmm. um, you know, and because I feel like energy is going to just be accumulating over the course of the game. Uh, this allows you to like just take anything when once it gets to a late game, or maybe you can drop this on turn five and take like a very specific piece of your opponent's um, strategy. Just a very interesting card I wanted yeah. to highlight, and it's kind of our uh, control magic card of the of the set. Mm -hmm. um, very cool. Yeah, important to note, it has a story spotlight. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. the the flavor text. Do you want to read it? Yeah, it says, uh, "Citizens, do not resist. This is for your safety." Tezzeret bids you to surrender your inventions now. And uh, the art is like a construct pulling things away from people. Yeah, that's yeah. interesting. I wonder I wonder what that... Like, I, don't, I don't really see the story here. Maybe, yeah. I mean, Tezzeret's stealing stuff, but uh, we don't know really know what he's stealing it. So, oh, interesting. Yeah. The second card that I want to talk about um, was Authority of the Consuls. Uh, it is a... Uh, it costs one mana. It's white mana. It's a rare enchantment. Creatures your opponent's control enter the battlefield tapped. Whenever a creature enters the battlefield under an opponent's control, you gain one life. Mm -hmm. um, this is a, <laughs> the reason why I like this card, and again, I'm very biased. It's a tax card. Um, it breeds just like you know Thalia, Heretic Cathar. Uh, it's good against very aggressive decks, decks that will be playing haste, and you know there are a lot of red cards in this set that look very powerful. Oh, yeah. Um, so it's, yeah, Blind Obedience, Imposing Sovereign, Thalia effect, uh, and you gain life, which is really good. The more creatures to play, the better mm -hmm. it is. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So take it away. What are you, two of your cards that you want okay. to talk about? 
So I want to start off with our red gear hole. Okay. So we ended last week's episode talking about what we thought the the gear Hulk is going to be. Yes. I think the only thing that we got right was the first strike. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so combustible gear Hulk is a six mana artifact creature construct that's going to be four generic mana red red, and it is a six six creature with first strike, and it has this interesting ability, um, kind of like browbeat. Uh, when combustible gear Hulk enters a battlefield, target p opponent may have you draw three cards. If that player doesn't put the top three cards of your library into your graveyard, and then Combustible Gearhulk deals damage to that player equal to the total converted mana cost of those cards. So it's like a Punisher card where your opponent gets to choose, hey, do I want you to be up on cards, yeah. or do I just want to take a random variable of damage? Yeah. It feels, it feels like Riddle of Lightning to me, like yeah. Riddle of Lightning on a stick. Yeah, this is probably the weakest in terms of ability from the other gear hulks. Okay. But a six mana, six six first strike, like that's still pretty good. Yeah. And yeah. if, I mean, if a six, okay, so I think the worst scenario is a six mana, nothing. Your opponent makes you draw three cards and you draw nothing but lands, or they make you take the damage and you mill nothing but lands. Mm -hmm. That's fine, I guess. Those sorts of variables exist and there's no way you can yeah. not, you have to play lands in yeah. your deck. Um, but I mean, it's yeah, six mana, six six first strike. That seems fairly strong. Yeah, and, I mean, and also red's big. Anytime so. you could like double this effect, like with a panharmonicon, mm -hmm. allows you to double the battle, mm -hmm. the um, enter the battlefield trigger. Uh, it's gonna be very interesting. Where is your opponent gonna allow you to draw mm -hmm. six cards, or do they want you to mill six and take who knows how how much amount of damage? Yeah, it's a pretty cool card. Yeah. Um, all right, my next card. That I want to talk about is uh, maybe not so much like a like a super playable, but I mm -hmm. think it's really sweet and it can lead to a lot of interesting things. Um, and that's Madcap Experiment, and it's a sorcery for four mana, and that's three generic, one red. And okay. it says reveal cards from the top of your library until you reveal an artifact card. You put that card onto the battlefield and the rest on the bottom in a random order, and then Madcap Experiment deals damage to you equal to the number of cards revealed this way. There's a lot of things you can yeah. do to abuse this. Yeah. There are things like uh, Angel's Grace. Yeah. Where you just don't lose the game. You can't for lose the one. game. You're, uh, yeah. There's uh, Phyrexian Unlife. Well, I believe it stacks all the damage. Yeah. I think you can core Firewalker or like something along those lines where you prevent damage from like a red source right. or something right. like that. Um, burning Burning Grove. I th what is that? Burning. Uh, the white card from Zendikar, it's using cyborg cards. It's a one mana one one. Uh, Forge Tender. Oh, Breton Forge Tender. Yeah. Yeah, prevent damage from a red source. Mm -hmm. I mean, you can use that card. Yeah, prevent all damage uh, a red source of your turn would deal this turn. So you can, like, target Madcap Experiment. Yeah. Put a Blightsteel Colossus in the mine. Yeah. Um, people are saying you can combo it with something silly like, uh, what is it? Uh, hive Mine. So everyone oh. takes a bunch of damage. Like your <laughs> opponent doesn't find a uh, Artif an artifact yeah. card and then just kills them. Yeah. So I I think this card has a lot of sweet interactions and like I said I don't know how playable it is but I, I definitely want to brew with it. So. Okay. So that's my number nine. Okay. Hit me with your number eight. All right. So um, I want to talk about this card called Harsh Scrutiny. Mm -hmm. um, it is a black mana sorcery. Uh, and it's an uncommon target opponent reveals his or her hand. You choose a creature card from it. That player discards that card. Scry one. Whew. So it's very interesting. Uh, there's kind of a cycle emerging that's like uh, a couple of one mana scry cards. Yeah. Um, but this is very interesting because it is our turn one contrition spell. Yeah. Um, Duress is rotating out of standard. Uh, this allows you to scry for your next, you know, turn draw. Uh, very interesting. But we saw, like, uh, Cons of Tarkir had Despise, mm -hmm. which allows you to take a creature or a Planeswalker, and that saw very little to no play. Yeah. Transgress I mean, saw a lot of play, though. Transgress saw a lot of play. And you know what? A turn one Harsh Scrutiny into turn two Transgress seems pretty good. Solid. Yeah. And I think what I really like about Harsh is that even if you miss, you yeah. still got the Scry 1. Yeah. yeah. Another thing, too, is I was just thinking about it. Instead of Transgress, you could even play Collective Brutality. That way you... Get turn one a creature, turn two a spell. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, and then you can seems choose good. to escalate if you need to. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, that's number eight. 
Um, then I wanted to talk about Refurbish, mm. which is an uncommon sorcery. Yeah. It is a white three. Return target artifact card from your graveyard to the battlefield. So this is essentially a four mana reanimator for artifacts. And like pretty breakable in other formats, you know. Four mana, you can get Blightsteel. Uh, does Blightsteel shuffle itself? Blightsteel shuffles. Only if it uh, hits the graveyard, though. So if you were to... I don't know how you can get it from into your graveyard. Uh, there are ways. You can, like, stifle it. Oh. Uh, not in I don't modern. Know. Not in modern. I mean, never mind. But you can, yeah. You can still get like worm coil engines or something like mm-hmm. that. I don't know. Just a very interesting card out. They made a that there's a reanimator card. You can bring but it's back for artifacts. You can bring back your gear hulks. Yeah, I think it's super yeah. strong. Yeah. So very interesting card. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was your what? That's number. That's number four. Okay. Okay. Counting up. Oh, we're counting up? Okay, we're counting up. <laughs> I guess. Cool. All right. Uh, then it's my turn? Yeah. Okay, so the next card I want to talk about is Toolcraft Exemplar. Okay. It's uh, one, one white mana. Mm-hmm. So single, single, a uh, one drop. Good one drop. It's a one, one. Mm-hmm. So one mana, one, one. Yes. Whatever. Okay. It has this great text. You know what that text says? I, I don't. It's a dwarf. But it also says at the beginning of combat on your turn, if you control an artifact, Toolcraft Exemplar gains plus two, plus one until end of turn. If you control three or more artifacts, it also gains first strike until end of turn. So potentially, hey, you just have to have one one other artifact and you get a three, two first striking one drop. Seems pretty strong. I really don't like the fact that uh, it's only it, you're only able to get the three, two... Uh, the three-two first striker on combat on yeah. your turn. Mm-hmm. That's it makes blocking whatever. But I mean, this is like clearly an aggressive card. You you clearly want to be playing one drop. All right, and then yeah. the next turn, um, play something else. So, I really like this card. I don't think it's going to see any modern play, but it's probably no. going to be. It's probably going to have a home in in standard. Yeah, seems yeah. good. I mean, especially with uh, my uh, uh, my honorable mention. Yeah, yeah making servos very good. Mm-hmm. This is a turn one play. That is a turn two play. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. And my next card, this is going to be my number four. Uh, it's going to be Eliminate the Competition. And I think this card is sweet. It is uh, five mana. So that's four generic on one black. It's a sorcery. And it says, as an additional cost to cast, eliminate the competition. You sacrifice X creatures. That's a huge cost. Yeah. But it says, destroy X target creatures. So... I'm not, I, I think in draft, this is probably going to be pretty good. You're mm-hmm. going to have a lot of spare servos. You sack all your servos. You kill their big stuff. Yeah. Um, in standard, I don't know. If there's a token, a, a black-based token deck, maybe they play something like this. Who Three knows? black-white tokens. Yeah. Um, but I think in, in EDH, I think, is where this oh, is really yeah. going to shine. Yeah. There's so many things. Like, being able to just sacrifice creatures is such a powerful effect. Yes. Destroying any number of creatures, like, targeting, like... The thing with EDH is that targeting certain things is very important. One yeah. for one is it's like it's pretty important, but then eventually like you just get outvalued. So a card like this is you know even though you're sacrificing creatures, you generate a lot of value yeah. depending on your deck, and you kill you're able to single target a bunch of other things. So you're able you're able to really get a lot of value off of this card, and I'm really excited to play with it in my Gave deck. Nice, yeah, Gave. Yeah, that deck is great. Yeah, um, so that's my number my number four. Okay. Hit me with your number five, man. So my number five is a common instant. Um, it costs blue and one. Can you guess what it is? Uh, ponder. No, anticipate. No. no. What is it? All right, it is dramatic reversal. Ugh. Um, this card is great. Uh, it says untap all non-land permanents you control for two mana. Ooh. Um, also really cool. The art shows Jace, uh, a Johnny Gideon. Yeah, we thought was in uh, um, Jason Gideon. We thought were in RTR. Yeah, so they've made appearances. Liliana and Nissa, of course. Um, flavor text is great. Nobody asked you to butt in, Jace, but thanks. <laughs> uh, the things you can do with this. Imagine if you're playing a vehicle mm-hmm. deck, mm-hmm. and you know you've tapped all your creatures to crew all your vehicles. You can untap your creatures again to man more vehicles. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, you can crew your vehicle to crew a vehicle, and then you can untap those vehicles to crew the rest of the vehicles. Now you have, like, vehicles and creatures you can attack with. Yeah. 
Like, that's a that's a huge, like, alpha strike, you know? The, and it's in blue. So, like, um, I don't know, other things that you can do are just bazongadonks. Yeah. Yeah. I think a card like this is just, like, I don't know. There's a lot you can do. I th- I'm thinking yeah. in my mind, uh, what is it? Uh, Isochron Scepter. Oh, yeah. Woo! There you go. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Is, is this, is this, is that, that's a, oh, it's non-land permanence? Non-land. That's okay. You know, you get a, you get a couple, there's so many mana rocks in EDH. That yes. Are just like, in EDH, this is ridiculous. Oh, yeah, yeah. There, there are a lot of cards that were, like, that play like this, but this is, yeah. having an extra one is sweet. Mm-hmm. So, and it's also nice to see the gate watch. Yeah. Um, I yeah. hope, fingers crossed, that Johnny's now the mentor of the gate watch. Yeah. That'd be pretty cool. He's like, uh, he's like the, I would say Yoda, but I'm going to make a better reference. He's like the, uh, uh, what should we call it, Peppy Hair. Oh, yeah, yeah. Right. I was going to say, like, Grandfather from uh, Thundercats. <laughs> he's just like a voice, uh, like a, I mean, he <laughs> is a cat. Spirit. He is a cat. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so the, my, my sixth card mm-hmm. um, that I want to talk about is a green sorcery uh, that is common. It says, Attune with Aether. Ether, I guess it's now pronounced, right? Because yeah. the A and the E aren't connected. Attune with Ether. Um, search your library for a basic land card, reveal it, put it into your hand, then shuffle your library. You get two energy counters. Uh, so I know Lay of the Land was printed a lot um, in, in the core sets mm-hmm. and M14, blah, blah, blah. And it didn't see play, maybe in Limited, it saw some play. Um, I think the fact that this is a one mana give you two energy counters is very big um, because energy, again, is just like something you should try to continuously generate if mm-hmm. that's what you're focused on. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's cool. It feeds your graveyard for a sorcery for delirium, lets you tutor a basic. Maybe we might see this in random decks, maybe not. Okay. Yeah. yeah I'd do that. Yeah. All right. Hit me with your uh, five and six. Okay. Number five, I'm going to have Inventor's Apprentice. All right. This is a sweet card, man. Mm -hmm. Mono Red finally coming back. Uh, So it's a single red mana. It's Mm -hmm. a one-two, and it's a creature human artificer. So it's a human. Hey. Hey. Uh, It says Inventor's Apprentice gets plus one, plus one as long as you control an artifact. So Mm -hmm. this is like artifact Kurt Ape, essentially, except it has that one extra point of toughness right Mm -hmm. off the bat. I think this is sweet. Um, mono red. I, I mean, mono red just, you know, what's nothing wrong with yeah. a good one drop yeah. mono red. We already have uh, Fidalkin Gorger from Shadows Over Instraw, yes. the uh, the one mana 2 1 uh, with upside. And now we have basically a one mana 2 oh, 3. Falconrath Gorger. Fa- yeah, Falconrath Gorger. Yeah. Um, and now we have a, a, two, a one mana 2 3. That mm-hmm. seems very good. I'm hurting. I'm, <laughs> yeah, I'm excited to see how uh, how red plays out, or at least um, mono red plays out in, uh, yeah. in standard. Yeah. So, also, really great flavor text. Um, it says, everyone starts off making garbage. Yep. If you finally make something halfway decent, it'll be the best day of your life. That's pretty good. It's just everyone can relate to that because yeah. at one point or another, everyone has built their own magic deck when they started or, you know, like... Or just, like, even s- even just in life. Like, yeah. you try something and you're like, man, I suck at this. It's like, yeah, everyone does when they first yeah. start off. Yeah. Um, okay. Good life advice. Yeah. Uh, my number six right here is going to be Fairgrounds Warden. Okay. Uh, this is essentially... Dude, this is, like, this is like Reflector Mage 2.0. Uh, so Fairgrounds Warden is a three mana creature dwarf soldier. So that translates into two colorless and one white. Mm-hmm. And it is a one three. And it says that when it enters the battlefield, you can exile target creature and opponent controls until Fairgrounds Warden leaves the battlefield. So they took Fiend Hunter from the original Innistrad. They changed him accordingly mm-hmm. to be essentially less broken. In return, they made him significantly more splashable. Yeah. This card is powerful. You know, being able to get rid of things. Isolation zone saw play. You know, mm-hmm. this is a creature that has the same sort of ability. Spellqueller still sees or like sees play with the same sort of ability. Yeah. yeah. So this is pretty cool. Um, I, I'm really looking forward to seeing how many decks sort of use this and, and whether or not how good that body is. A 1-3 body is, like, interesting. It can still block relatively well but it, it still dies to a lot of things mm-hmm. um but yeah I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing fairgrounds run kind of bummed that it is not as breakable as 
Fiend Hunter once was, but yeah, you know, Fiend Hunter, great card. Had to be fixed. Yeah. All right. Uh, so okay, so we're in our top four for each of us. Yeah. How do you want? I didn't do this in a particular order. Yeah, but I mean, like you know, we have four left. Okay. Do you want to like go one, 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 one? Yeah, sure. Okay. Okay. Tell me, tell me, give me a number four here. So my number four uh, is another uncommon. Um, It is red, white, and uh, it is called Veteran Motorist. Mm -hmm. Um, He is a dwarf pilot, and when he enters the battlefield, scry two. Uh, he's a 3-1, and whenever he crews a vehicle, that vehicle gets plus one, plus one until end of turn. So I think this is a solid card. I think there will be a red-white, like, uh, artifact archetype. Oh, yeah, um, And this card will definitely see play in that deck. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, he's just so good. Scry 2 lets you set up. It's kind of like, uh, what was the burn spell that lets you scry 2? Um, Magma Jet. Magma Jet. Mm-hmm. You know, he's kind of like, play him on turn 2 or end of turn, or, I mean, you know because he's a creature, you have to play him on turn two. Scry two, that sets you up your next two turns. You'll know how to play stuff. Um, and the next vehicle you play just gets plus one, plus one. Mm-hmm. Really cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cool. All right. My next card mm-hmm. is another red great card. It's called Incendiary Sabotage. It's a four mana instant Okay. that's uh, t- two colorless red red. Yeah. And it says, an additional cost to sacrifice incendiary sabotage. You have to sacrifice an artifact. In return, it deals three damage to each creature. So, black, red, black kind of has this control artifact yeah. shell. Yeah. We, there was like a terminate that yeah. like dealt three, three mana, if yeah. you controlled an artifact. Yeah. This is like, a, a, not an anger of the gods. It's like a pyro sprout, essentially. Yeah. Um, or, sorry, a spontaneous combustion. Yeah. Um, except you have to sacrifice an artifact instead of a creature, which is arguably probably going to be maybe better in stuff like this. I mean, you can sacrifice like your Felagree familiar. Yeah. Felag- yeah, Felagree yeah. familiar. Yeah. Draw a card and wipe the board. I think this card is like super sweet. I think this is probably going to be the language of the format. You're losing, you're trading off that one point of, 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 of uh, damage or removal in return for an instant speed effect. And. Um, maybe if we see something along the lines of like that that cares about how much damage you're spewing out from mm-hmm. your instants or sorceries, I think this is a card that you're probably gonna look forward to. So, this is the card you're gonna play around whenever your mana, yeah. your opponent, you got a board of X threes and your opponent has an artifact with double red up, and they say, "All right, your turn." <laughs> you gotta watch out for it. So, jeez. Yeah. Okay. Oh. Let me Four know. mana. He definitely doesn't have something to yeah. play on turn four. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, dude. It was instead of now, instead of worrying about your opponent holding up. Co- click c- yeah, th- three colorless and a green. Now you have to worry about double red. Oh, so gross. Um, okay, so the next card I want to talk about is Fumigate, mm-hmm. which is our Wrath of the Set. Oh yeah. Um, it is white, white three. It's a uh, rare sorcery. Destroy all creatures. You gain one life for each creature destroyed this way. Um, the flavor text on this card is really sad <laughs> if mm-hmm. you've actually read it. Uh, Gearper's Gremlin population poses a threat to the infrastructure of the fairgrounds. Threats must be eliminated. That's by Sram Senior Edificer. Rest in pieces, dude. Dude, the poor gremlins. Gremlins. Maybe they team up with the Ether people and, and revolt. Dude, the problem is they fed them past midnight. You're right. You're right. <laughs> You're definitely right. Um, uh, so I just wanted to highlight that the last time we had a five mana sweeper, that was kind of Konzatar Kier standard. And you know what? Um, I was looking back at the lists of. Cons- well, I mean, we have Planar Outburst. We have Planar Outburst right now. Yeah. Um, but everyone pl- plays Languish. Everyone was playing yeah. Languish over Planar Outburst, or a combination of the two if you were in Esper or like Black White Control. Mm-hmm. Um, the last time we've had a five mana sorcery that kind of was the only wrath, the good wrath, was uh, end hostilities yeah. in Cons of Tarkir, and um, it was actually played in the sideboards of Abzan midrange. Mm-hmm. Um, Thiago Saparito played four, and uh, Ari Lax, who won the Pro Tour, uh, Pro Tour Cons, was playing one in the sideboard um, to beat like uh, the deck. To, the The wide deck at the time was. Um, Jeskai tokens. Yeah. So you had to play kind of a wrath, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's very interesting to see a slightly slower wrath. I think this card will find spots in control decks, Esper mainly, and Mardu. Yeah. I think Mardu and Esper will be very strong. 
um, Esper Marcel like Walker list. Mardu, you have uh, again the the terminate um, three mana terminate. You have uh, the four mana. Combust. Yeah, 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 and you have Gear Hulks, really good Gear Hulks. Yeah. So interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's that's pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, I think, you know, we've seen five mana wraths are here to stay. And, and that's never going to be Gain one life for each creature destroyed. Yeah. Very relevant. Keeps I you think. in the game. I think yeah. it's going to be really important for yeah. the Planeswalker decks where they're just like, ignore your Planeswalkers, try to kill you. It'd also be really cool if, like, I mean, I imagine seeing some plays where it'll be like, if you're playing a token deck, you just decide to board wipe yourself so you can gain a, sh a ton hmm. of life, you know? like Interesting. Yeah. 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 It's pretty cool. Might come up. Uh, all right, my next card I want to talk about is yep. Dove and Bun, okay. the last Planeswalker to be revealed. And you got to say, he's definitely the least exciting, but he's, I mean, you're still going to play him nonetheless, yes. unfortunately. So what is Dove and Bun? He is a four-mana Planeswalker that's going to be uh, two colorless white-blue, and it starts in with three loyalty. So you're paying four mana for a three-loyalty Planeswalker, a little below par than what we're mm -hmm. used to, especially compared to Chandra. But yeah. Not everyone can be Chandra. Yeah. Um, so this guy has plus one. Until your next turn, up to one target creature gets minus three, minus O, oh, and its activated abilities can't be activated. So Ooh. it's like an encase, not encase in ice, um, like a... A, a rest. Yeah, it's something rest. along those lines. It doesn't completely arrest it, but... You kind of um, like detain for one turn. Yeah, detain, yeah. I think, is, is a yeah. good comparison. Um, I don't know, it's... It, it it's follows, whatever, It man. follows the pattern of plus one, protect yourself, uh, minus draw a card, and then ultimate win the game. Yeah. So yeah. it's minus ability. His minus ability is you gain two life oh, and draw sorry. a card. Yeah. Um, and that's minus one. So let's say I want to draw a card, get some more. I'm like I've stabilized on the board. You minus him, so you're left with a two, uh, two loyalty planeswalker, yeah. which seems kind of weak but you yeah. have an extra card in your hand yeah um and then his minus seven says you're uh, uh, you're you get an emblem with your opponent can't untap more than two permanents during their untap step so this is like um there's not it's not a winner orb there's a card yeah. that says you can untap two target permanents um yeah once yeah. again it's yeah. like plus protect itself minus yeah. draw a card ultimate is like the cards from mirage not win the game but yeah. it, it, it was reprinted in one of the uh the core sets yes Yep. Um, but yeah, I mean, this card is really unexciting. It's it's really lackluster mm. in its design, but you're gonna play this in I think, Esper decks I mean, regardless. unfortunately, the uh, I guess Venser's really good, but Narset and Dovin Bon are kind of just like mediocre. Yeah, the blue white planeswalkers have been. I think that, but honestly though, I think that if you make blue white planeswalkers too good, it, they they would yeah. control decks would love yeah. them. Yeah. So. Yeah, Dovin Bond, you're going to play him, but you're not going to be happy about yeah. it. Yeah. All right, what's the next card? Okay, so I've got um, two more left. Uh, I wanted to talk about Aradara Express. Uh, it is a five-mana artifact vehicle. It is an 8-6 with Menace, and it is Crew 4. Uh, so I just wanted to point out that how strong this card is. Um, you know, you can use a card like Lupine Prototype, which is a two-mana 5-5, five -five, just to crew this card, and it's now an 8-6 with Menace. So your opponent has to throw two creatures in front of mm -hmm. it. I don't know how strong it is on five mana, but it's a it's a pretty big dude. Like, it's very big. Yeah, I mean it's a pretty big beater, I should say. Mm -hmm. I don't want to assume a vehicle's gender, but <laughs> well played, well played. Yeah, I mean it's a yeah. It's just good card. Eight six for like four toughness to turn that into eight six. Yeah, yeah, it's very good with menace. Yeah. All right, go ahead. Uh, my next card I want to talk about is Scrap Heat Scourger. This is um, a much better reprint of a card that we saw in Magic Origins. That was mm -hmm. the Spoiler for Souls. This card is Scrap Heat, Scrap Heat Scourger. It's two mana. Mm -hmm. It's an artifact creature construct. So it's a 3-2 for two mana. Okay. Already really good. Uh, it's a Scrap Heap Scourger camp block. So we already know this is going to go in an aggressive deck. And it has a sweet activated ability, so you can pay a colorless and a black. You exile another creature from your graveyard, and you get this ability that says that you can return this card from your graveyard to the battlefield. So this is like very similar to uh, Despoiler of Souls, except they just made it significantly better. 
They made it so that it's easy splashable. They made it given. They gave it an extra point of toughness. Uh, they made it so that you don't have to pay double black to activate that ability. You only need one black, and they made it so that you only have to return. You only have to exile one creature card from your graveyard as mm -hmm. opposed to two. Yeah. So, I think this card has a lot of potential in in. Uh, the self-mill decks that we see in standard right now for Delirium, mm -hmm. you put that in your graveyard, okay, I'm just going to get it back. It makes a, an aggressive Delirium yeah. deck more viable. In modern, I think this is also probably not as good as Bloodgast. I think you're still wanting to play Bloodgast, yeah. but if you want an extra ability like this, I think this is perfectly fine too. Um, yeah, I'm looking forward to this. It's a 3-2 for 2 mana. Like That's so strong. Yeah, I, yeah, I like this card a lot. Yeah. All right, Emron. Right. We ready are for the finals. Yeah, I'm ready for the finals here, dude. I'm not gonna lie. I saved the best for last. Okay. All right. I kind of did too. It is a white common that costs one mana. Just just one white, Oof. and it's a common. Can you guess this card? Uh, Swords of Plowshares. No, it's in this. <laughs> uh, that is a really good. It's. I don't, is that a common? Oh. I don't think it was ever common. I think it was always an uncommon. Uncommon? Yeah. yeah. I can look that up, though. Yeah. So anyways, my final card is Tasseled uh, Dromedary. Mm -hmm. uh, it is a 04 Camel. Yes. Yeah, I think this card is going to be fantastic. Um, I remember playing uh, Black-White Midrange, RTR Theros. And we played Yoked Ox from M14 to beat Boros Burn uh, because Boros Burn was playing just like, you know, uh, a lot of haste creatures. There was uh, the, um, the double red 2 2 for strike haste. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Ash, Ash Zealot? Ash Zealot. Um, there was the uh, Falcon Wrath uh, Noble mm -hmm. um, that people used to play. So an 04 is great. Uh, eventually got replaced by the 05. Um, uh, Sheeps to the Plowshare. Yeah, uh, yeah. That was that was two mana. Nick's Fleece Ram. Nick's Fleece Ram. Yeah. Um, Therese Nielsen, fantastic art. But this this card is beautiful. That ox yoked. Good ox yoked, dude. Yeah, dude. I'm happy it's a camel. I <laughs> wish it was a llama, but camel makes more sense for flavor. Yeah. And look at this camel, dude. He's it's dressed art, to the dude. nines. It's, it's pretty. It's pretty funny. I art. want this card in foil. I want I want ten of them in foil. <laughs> it's gonna be really cheap. But it's gonna be great. Yeah, it's gonna be great. All right, hit me with your hit me with your final. All card, right, Mondo. so you saved your best for last. Yes, that was pretty good. I got it. <laughs> thank yeah. you, thank you. Uh, I saved my my favorite card of the set for last. Okay. That's that's Panharmonicon. Yes. And okay. this is in an artifact. It's four mana. Yeah. And this is that if an artifact or creature enters entering the battlefield, it causes a triggered ability of a permanent you control to trigger. That ability triggers an additional time. Yep. This just, is. It's just a very like workaround. This is like very very breakable. Yeah. There's okay. So value wise, you just get so much value off of this. Yeah. There's so many combos you can make off of this. Mm -hmm. This is just, I think it's like super unhealthy for EDH. Yeah. This triggers like Cloudstone Trio twice. Mm -hmm. and, like. I, yeah. Like we've seen, it's like Stryonic Resonator. Yes. Rings of Bright Hearth yes. is especially breakable in yeah. EDH. Stronic Resonator, not so much because you have to tap it to use it. Yeah. But Panharmonicon is just like, what were Woo. they thinking, man? This Woo. isn't. This is. This and and Chandra are just cards that I'm both like, wow. Yeah. They just push the power yeah. level. Like, it, it, the com. The, yeah. The combos with this deck are just insane. Flicker effects, I say all the time, are breakable in yeah. EDH, and this just like makes it even like more mm -hmm. ridiculous. You combo this with Palancron. You get to untap 14 lands. Oh. Like, it's just, ah, man. There's, like, yeah, there's a lot of good stuff. Like, I'm thinking uh, Prime Speaker Zagana. You get, yeah. she doubles twice as big with the gets, plus one, plus one counters. Twice you get as many twice draw. as cards. Yeah, like, it's just, it's ridiculous. Nice. And, man, yeah, I'm, I'm surprised they made something like this. I mean, I'm excited was, to buy this card. I was just thinking in standard, hey, I'd like to trigger my Gear Hulk twice. Mm -hmm, yeah. Mm -hmm. I think this card is sweet. That big, but. Uh, I mean, I still think it like you know having it maybe like a one of just yeah. in your deck, just like if yeah. you know you got like a good amount of ETBs sliding in one of them, yeah. it's just like not a bad call for value. You know, I was building a deck, um, an infinite combo in in standard, mm -hmm. uh, with Panharmonicon, um, uh, Gonti, who allows you to look at the top four cards of your opponent's uh, deck and then exile one of them. Uh. Um, Eldrazi Displacer, so you can flicker him. 
And I was going to say Blight Herder is the fourth, pe fourth piece of the combo, but you know what the problem is? Blight Herder is a cast trigger, not an enter the battlefield trigger. Otherwise, we could make enough mana to keep continuously flicker Gonti and uh, Blight Herder. But unfortunately, that doesn't work. So we have to play Eyeless Watcher and then make it, might as well just make it a Cryptolith Rite deck. Which That's fine. I think just gets worse against like Thalia and the power of the consoles. Yeah, right? we still have um, uh, we still have Traverse the Umanwald in the format yeah. though to help yeah. find pieces and Elder uh, yeah. Evolution, which I think will probably see a, a little bit more played yeah. due to stuff like the Panharmonica, yeah. which gets you your ETBs, yeah. or even better, your Gear Hulks. Now you can like sack your four drop to go yeah. find, or better yet, you can sack your two drop to go, f or sorry, you can sack your three drop to yeah. go find your uh, Virtuous Gear Hulk. Yeah, I or, mean or like whatnot. Um, the familiar. Uh, Pelagree familiar. Yeah, Pelagree yeah. familiar. Good sack fodder. <sighs> yeah, yeah, dude, it's great for both like um, like Temur Emerge, mm -hmm. and also just like Eldritch Evolution. Fantastic. Yeah. Okay, that's that's gonna be our top ten cards. I think that we're not well, not top ten. This is our, our top maybe favorite the cards, cards we wanted to highlight yeah. at least um, yeah. right off the bat. We excluded everything from last week in case you can tell. Yeah. Um. So just we we're almost out of time here. We got yeah. we're busy people. We got stuff to do. We're trying to keep uh, it short too. Yeah. Uh. We just want to talk about lastly uh, the masterpiece series. Yeah. Um. We'll dive into more specifics next week, but let's talk about the Masterpiece series really fast. Mm -hmm. So, Masterpieces are going to be the norm now for every standard set moving forward. Right. Where They're going to follow different themes. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, like Battle for Zonicar, they had Expeditions. Mm -hmm. um, now they have Masterpieces. Who knows what they're going to... I feel like it's kind of like a From the Vault special. Yeah. You know, in every set. Yeah. It's yeah. like... A, it's an additional way to print cards that they were like, well, we can't print this for standard. Right. It's too good, but we still need to reprint it. We can print it for limited. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know. I have mixed feelings about the Masterpiece series. I feel yeah. like this is just like... Like, we need a, a Sword of Fire and Ice reprint. Yeah. Like, the card's, like, pretty expensive, but this isn't going to help the price at all. Of course it's just not. It's just more like, it's hey, collectors. Yeah. This is like... this. Like, Masterpiece series is basically for collectors and people that just have a lot of extra revenue that just Yeah, I mean, magic. they wanted to print their decks. And that's, I mean, Fireball... Uh, sorry. Uh, Wizards. Yeah, and uh, that's what Wizards wanted to address um, in their address when they talked about uh, the Masterpiece series. Mm -hmm. um, that they were partially printing them for people who wanted to pimp out their decks, you know, and kind of differentiate themselves deck-wise. They look beautiful in person. If oh, yeah. Foiling oh, yeah. Um, yeah, but, you know, hey, you might be one of the lucky few to open a Mana Vault or a... Chrome Mana Vault, Mana uh, Soul Ring is another one that's really powerful. Yeah. I mean, all these... I want to say all of these, except for maybe the standard ones, will, I mean, are played in... Old yeah, formats, in older you know? formats, and who knows? The, these uh, Gearhawks might find their ways in older formats. We never yeah, know. Yeah, that is true. Um, Titans are played. You know, some people play a one of Inferno Titan mm -hmm. um, in case someone uh, mine. Uh, what is it? Uh, Slaughter Games is um, Emrakul and Nahiri Control. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You know, so Inferno Titan still you know is played. Maybe we could see Gearhawks in like a Nahiri deck. Yeah, in modern maybe. Knows? Um, last thing, Planeswalker decks. Yeah, they're standard legal. They're not in the main set. You have to go out and buy them, but they're not standard playable. I mean, they are. Yes, technically, yes, yeah. speaking, yes, they are standard playable. Maybe but I mean, like, they are not particularly good. Yeah. I think uh, Nissa Pyro Genius and or sorry, Chandra Pyro Genius and Nissa Nature's Artisan. Nissa's probably better, mm -hmm. but uh. Yeah, that's not really saying much. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Who knows? Maybe we might see them show up a bit. But I think it's really sweet now how they have, like, the standard dual decks where they're like, yo, you can now just bring this dual deck yeah. to FNM and, yeah. like, play with it casually there. So, um, yeah, that seems pretty it's sweet. Cool. It's cool. kind of like replacing, like, the uh, the event decks, except now, like, these right. are like, oh, you can right. still play these cards. So give me 
An overall impression. Now that we have full spoiler and what you've seen of the set, give me an overall impression of Kaladesh. There's a lot of cool things in the set. Yeah. Um, I think that there's a lot of different dynamics. That mm -hmm. there's a lot of breakable things in the set. Uh, there's a lot of the power level. I think is definitely very very high. Mm -hmm. Energy seems to be very sweet. Yeah. Uh, it seems to be you can get a, a fair amount of energy just from playing creatures. Mm -hmm. um, so it looks like that. That looks pretty sweet. Um, there's a lot of interesting effects that we haven't really seen before yeah, that's being yeah, explored. Yeah. Um, I'm still a little disappointed by vehicles, I'm not going to lie. Okay. Um, but overall, I have to say, this is looking like a really, really fun set. Yeah. I'm looking forward to drafting this. Looking at, I was looking at like the commons, yeah. and I'm like, man, this is like a really good draft common. Um, you guys can't see Armando right now, but he has both his thumbs up. Yeah, He's my like, thumbs are both yeah. up. Yeah. Uh, the the uh, amount of EDH playables in yes. this is just insane, yeah. and I'm so happy about yeah. it. And standard looks like it's going to be really yeah. diverse and yeah. interesting. And and I don't know how many modern playable cards we. I don't think we've really like. I think that obviously Chandra is mm -hmm. probably the definitely the most playable card uh, in modern, but who knows? We might find something else somewhere in yeah. there, and and I'm looking forward to seeing how how these different formats evolve from yeah. the set. Yeah. Mark Rosewater said that this is probably his favorite, favorite set, set that he's ever yeah. made, and I gotta say, like this is just looking Spot sweet, on. man. Yeah. yeah. Um, I really like this. Uh, uh, mutual friend that we both know has said that. Um, Kaladesh is kind of like this year's Return to Ravnica. Yeah. Um, it immediately follows Innistrad. It's got mana fixing. Um, it's got really high power level. You know, there's very good uh, um, Planeswalkers that'll see play. Uh, it's got, a, you know, fantastic cycles. Um, and it just has a lot of playability. You know, introduces a lot of new things. This is me speaking for myself now, but... Um, I really like it. I like how energy has added an added a new dimension to mm -hmm. the game, mm -hmm. and you know the fact that you're going to be expending energy one way in a game will change to the next game. That is very awesome. Yeah. How, how dynamic the game will be now, mm -hmm. um, because of all these things and vehicles and vehicle interaction with creatures, you know, vehicles on their own, creatures on their own, gear hulks. We got a new Titan cycle. Yeah. I'm so excited. That's very sweet. Yeah. And the fact that they're just continuing like expeditions into masterpieces mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Really it makes awesome. me excited to see what we see in uh, Amonkhet. Yeah. What's going to be like the masterpiece yeah. theme there? Also, following the idea that, well, maybe not this. I had in my mind that I feel like so Scars came before Innistrad, right? Yeah. Scars and Meriden came before Innistrad. Kaladesh comes after the return to Innistrad set. And Innistrad is about like kind of graveyard and zombies and stuff. Mm -hmm. Scars was about artifacts, and we had artifacts. Following that, Innistrad was RTR, and then Theros. Theros was about enchantments. Do you think Amonkhet's gonna have like enchantments, like fortifications? That's as, an like, artifact. An enchantment? That's an artifact. Hmm. But that's interesting. I don't know. Maybe it might have some like enchantment synergy or something because. I feel like every set they've tried to focus on a different card type. Yeah. You know. I think that is reasonable. I don't know. No, it's just, Theros, a, just an idea. Theros had enchantment gods. That was how enchantment they Enchantment gods. gods. They also had uh, Bestow, which yeah. was enchantment yeah, we, creatures. We know that Amonkhet has gods, so maybe. Right. Do you think Do you think we're going to see hints of Phyrexia in, in Aether Revolt? Oh, Aether Revolt. Yeah. Tezzeret's there, man. He has to be up to something. Ooh, yeah. Ooh. What if the Phyrexians are coming back? Oh, man. If Phyrexians come to Kaladesh, that's terrifying. <sighs> Jeez. Dude, that is mind-blowing. Yeah. Hmm. Chandra. Wow. I mean, there's a Johnny... A Johnny has fought with Nicole Bolas. Yeah. So that's another thing to look out for. If a Johnny and Tezzeret are in the same place, a Johnny, a Johnny knows, knows what's, what's up. up. Yeah. And... He's now hanging out with the Gatewatch. Yeah. So. I wonder, I think, is it only a Johnny that knows what Tezzeret's up to? I feel like Jace would probably know, too. Jace would know. Because the last time they met, Jace, Chandra, and Tezzeret was Zendikar, right? I don't think Tezzeret was ever Tezzeret was not there, no. Tezzeret has only been on Shards, Shards and, and Scars. Scars. Yeah. And in Shards, only, that was like, I think the only Planeswalkers were like Elspeth, Johnny, 
Tezzeret. Tezzeret. And he was also Mono Blue. He wasn't corrupted yeah. by yeah. Nicol Bolas, Bolas who, yet. who appears in Shards And then he well. got corrupted yeah. after Complex. Man, I'm excited to see what colors Tezzeret's going to be. Pro probably going to be... Blue-black. Blue-black. I mean, yeah. It's just an addition of maybe he has another color or red or not. Grixis. Yeah. Maybe Grixis. Maybe he's red... No, maybe he's red blue. No, we already have a red blue. We have Sahili. Yeah. I mean, they, yeah. Man, they printed so many Planeswalkers this set. Yeah. I, I think that means that we're only getting uh, two. This two. Next set. Yeah. Yes. I think is what it's a Johnny Tezzeret. A, a Johnny Tezzeret. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm happy. A Johnny's gonna be white something. Maybe white green again. Maybe just mono white. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I dig it. I dig it. Yeah. Um. Okay. Yeah, if you have any predictions, if you have any discussions, any topics that you, or, you know, any talking points that you thought of while you were listening to this episode, you know, if you're listening to this on SoundCloud, you can comment at any point in time. We, we will always respond to your comments. Drop us a line on our Facebook. Mm -hmm. uh, Armando, if people want to find you. Uh, I'm on Instagram at ArmadilloB. Yeah. Have you made a Twitter yet? I haven't. I don't Get think I'm it, ever going to. Uh, dude, you should. I'll make a Twitter on, for the Benjamin. You can just run that. Okay. Great. Where can people find you? The Dalai Lama. Yeah, With underscores. Buddy. Spelled D-A-L-A-I with two L's. Uh, on Instagram, I'm at Lama Eats. Uh, with two L's. It's pretty good. Uh, thank you. It's pretty yeah. good. <laughs> on Twitter. Uh, we're on uh, iTunes. We're on iTunes We're on well. iTunes. Yeah. Give us a review, please. Yes. We're on Facebook. We're on SoundCloud. Like us. You alright, dude? Yes. Tell us. Did you just suck on a lemon? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> suck. Uh, uh, I, uh, I just, I'm thinking of that. Dude, how many levels of irony are you on? Oh, uh, no, now? please. Please, my dude. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Hey, listen. So, uh, if you're on our Facebook uh, page, yes. tell us, tell us what you think some of the best masterpiece, masterpiece art is. Yeah. Like tell tell us like your top like oh uh, dude Crucible like of the World so beautiful Crucible of Worlds uh, mm, it's pretty not as good as the uh, the original the sort of feast and famine that looks the like the eggplant? eggplant emoji man I can't <laughs> I, as soon as someone said that to me oh like, yeah I, I can't not see it all right what about uh oh you know what's really good um uh, who's the two mana guy from M eleven that taps to put Steel Overseer? Steel Overseer. Looks he does look good. Solemn also looks Solemn's pretty good. Some, we'll, some we'll, talk, we'll talk. We'll yeah, talk about we'll this talk next. About we'll talk about this next episode. Thank you very much for tuning in. You all have a fantastic weekend. Peace.